Hello, tourists, and welcome to tour number 95 of Disney Conversations. I'm your host, Magic Matthew, and this week I'm joined by tour guides Diane Whiting and Jeanette Pellegrini. We discuss our take on the 50th anniversary celebration at Walt Disney World. We talk about the good and the bad, everything from the nighttime activities or lack thereof to desserts and everything that we could think of in respect to the 50th anniversary. We are sure glad that you have come along for this ride, so let's get started. All aboard! Tour 95 of Disney Conversations brings us to kind of a review, I guess. With the end of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration, we kind of thought it'd be a good idea to take a look back and talk about what we felt were the good and the bad of what was presented to us for this anniversary. I have a feeling the good might be hard to find, but we're going to try because I think there were some good things that took place. Were there things they could have done better? Probably. And we'll probably talk about all that along the way. So for those of you that might be wondering, I'm Magical Matthew. I'm really glad you're here to join us. And with me today, at least so far, are our tour guides, Diane Whiting. Hello, Diane. How are you? I'm great, Matthew. How are you doing? Doing great today. Doing great. And we also have Jeanette Pellegrini with us again this week. Hi, Jeanette. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me back. You are welcome here anytime. There's always an invitation for you. Excellent. And I will take you up on that. There, If I recall correctly, there wasn't really a lot of pomp and circumstance before the 50th anniversary, at least not really. They chatted about it a little bit at the D23 Expo, but they really didn't expand on what the ideas were. And now we know why. I would like to try and start with some good first, maybe talk about the bad in between and then end up with some good at the end because let's face it, we all love Disney. We all love Disney World. Are we going to go anyhow? Yeah, probably. Do Have we learned how to live with disappointment? We're getting there. But let's talk about something good that you guys thought came because of the 50th anniversary. Diane, let's start with you. Okay. Well, I thought the castle was gorgeous. It was beautiful. I loved everything about that. I liked the iridescent color scheme. I thought that was great. And I thought all the characters looked really good in their outfits. And that part was fun. Everybody was dressed nicely. The characters, the castle looked fabulous. I have to agree with that. Go ahead, Jeanette. No, I was going to say, I'll throw in my my one lone favorite. And thankfully, it looks like they're going to keep it. The LED lights on Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm absolutely amazing breathtaking and when you think about it it's so simple Mm -hmm. it's just led lights but the shows they put on and um i didn't even realize it on the my princess trip a couple of weeks ago um there's i guess for lack of a better but when you're right when you get out of like the monorail and in through the the toll gates yeah they have lights going around the um i guess like all the partitions that are around, i guess like where the monorail would go uh-huh. and it lights up to the music um i was there they were doing you know playing some old school uh like illuminations music and they were doing the lights and and spaceship earth was glowing and what it was it was just amazing just so beautiful 
So yeah, that without question is my favorite takeaway of the 50th and that needs to stay. <laughs> that was spectacular. And I think it probably will. I think they're talking about having it stay. Diane, I agree with you with the castle. I wasn't too sure from the pictures I had seen before I got down there to see it myself. And and I think it's because no matter how good the pictures are, it doesn't really do it justice from what you see in real life. No, it doesn't. It's really As beautiful. I've said before, I'm colorblind. But I could see a lot of the colors on that castle because they made it so vibrant. And I love the gold accents everywhere. Mm-hmm. That was just gorgeous. Yeah. The castle was gorgeous. I no no question about that. I haven't seen much of the LEDs at Spaceship Earth. Boy, you can see those suckers from across the lagoon though. Hello. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah, they do definitely show up. Uh I think I've said this before. I I kinda miss the old look for Spaceship Earth. I don't mind the LEDs. I kinda wish they would maybe alternate back and forth a little bit so that Well, I mean during the daytime, you know, obviously the LEDs are off. But at nighttime, at nighttime, the way they would light it with colors and stuff, I always thought that True. the Spaceship Earth looked beautiful. I think the LEDs just add, plus it up even more. Yeah, they probably do. I'm just saying I'd like to see them dim them down a little bit. <laughs> you're the, you're the only person, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. You, it. The retro Spaceship Earth is... It's fun. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a traditionalist. I remember what it looked like that first week. Yeah. Well, as long as they don't put the wand back. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Let's not add anything to the outside. That, that, no, At least they didn't work. make the castle a cake again. That was a nightmare. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I I do have to say I I am one of my great Disney regrets is I never did get to see the castle in person. Oh. That was that was my. Uh, I was in college and Disney wasn't really yeah. <laughs> happening <Yeah>. then. <laughs> I I sure as hell didn't have the money in college. Yeah. That's for certain. <laughs> it was it was something. Let me tell you, it was something. I know a lot of brides were mad at that. Oh yeah, nobody wanted that in their wedding photos, and I don't blame them. <laughs> I think one of the one of the pluses I have to say, one of the things I think was good was the gold statues all throughout property. Yes especially when I was able to get it to work in conjunction with my Magic Band Plus. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun because there were a couple of kids. They didn't have Magic Band Pluses. They had regular Magic Bands. They're sitting there waving their arms like crazy at the statues. So I did them a favor, and I just kind of waved in front of them, then I kept walking that way. It made the noise, but... I I actually did like that in the Magic Kingdom, there were a few statues that were not easy to find. Right. And it was funny because my band's going off and I'm like, where's the statue? I can't find it. Like like Tinkerbell was one of them, um, Mm -hmm. Abu and the Orange Bird. Those were the three that were, you actually had a look. They weren't like right in front of your face like the other statues were. And just like the castle and Spaceship Earth, I hope especially after the amount of money that probably went into them. I hope the gold statues stick around. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. They were really nice, yeah. All right, here's the rant part if you want to. (laughs) And something tells me we should probably let Jeanette go first on this one because it might be a while. (laughs) Who, who, me? (laughs) She has such subtle opinions on things. What do you What do you mean? I'm not opinionated. 
Yeah, you're not from New York either. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Comes with the territory. So you can pick good or bad. What? What? Where would you take us next? I'm just going to say on the whole, with the exception of Spaceship Earth, which, like I said, I absolutely loved. The statues were a lot of fun. That was my other good thing on the list. The whole thing was just so lackluster. I mean, I I understand it definitely got derailed because of COVID. Totally get that and understand that. Mm-hmm. But there was still a lot more you could have done than just throwing a whole bunch of merchandise out and have people fight over Starbucks cups. It just yeah, that that didn't bode well. And not not for nothing. Yes, I do. Uh, okay, yes, I do buy stuff in Disney. I have lots of Disney merchandise. I I am one of those people. <laughs> but yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, this just Same. didn't come from Disney. But, <laughs> but really, them merchandising all the stuff—that's just them making more money. It's not about the celebration. It's just it's for them to to cash in on it. You know, and even then, the whole, like, fiasco of trying to find certain stuff. It took a year and a half, but I finally got my hands on the 50th Disney ear ornament that I've had wanted since day one. Mm-hmm. It's just been, like, ridiculous. And then uh, the stories of the uh, the Starbucks cup when, you know, opening day, people getting into fist fights. It's like, just, yeah, people are insane. Yeah, some some of the merch was really nice. Other of it was like, meh. Yeah, I I'm ready to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Diane. Okay, well, I too think it was a sort of half-hearted attempt at a celebration that should have been incredible and had the potential for them to really do something amazing with it. Yeah. They did have the character cavalcaded magic kingdom where everybody's wearing their cute iridescent outfits and that was fun but i just felt like everything was so thrown together uh the fireworks they it took them forever to even put walt in there when you're celebrating an anniversary like that you tend to go back to the beginning and talk about how it all happened and there was just None of that. And that was so disappointing. And when I was during my time there for the 50th, I mean, the show was lovely. The The fireworks were fabulous. And, you know, so were the projections. But I really feel like they missed the whole point of how this park even started. And so I'm glad they added it. But again, I thought it was an afterthought. Some of the food was okay. The only thing that I heard really rave reviews on was the chocolate pyramid at the San Angel Inn in Mexico. That apparently... Chocolate pyramid? Yeah. Do, do speak of this chocolate pyramid. Okay. This is the first time hearing about yeah. it. it. You know, every single restaurant did have a special 50th dessert, but most of them... We're just okay. Um, the Fiesta Pyramid, I heard, was absolutely amazing. And if you look it up, go look for videos on it. So it's this, this chocolate pyramid that you have to kind of tap open. And then it is was filled with Mexican chocolate mousse and toffee on top of a tres leches cake and had ice cream. So I wouldn't have shared. I would have face planted in mine. I hear it is absolutely amazing. It's a really fun dessert for a group of people. I hope that they group of people (laughs) screw that that's mine i hope that they keep it because i think that particular restaurant needs some 
really good options for eating there. I mean, I think their food is adequate, but this would, you know, take it up a notch. This would make it a destination for people that, you know, love a pyramid full of chocolate mousse and who doesn't love that? So I'll let you know. I'll take two. Uh, yeah. I'll let you know when I'm there in May, if it's still on the menu, but uh, you know, otherwise hurry because you've got about, you've got 18 days from the time we're recording this. So run and grab it. Okay. All right, guys, I got to go now. I'm going to catch the plane. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when I land. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be amazing. I guess that scratches the desserts portion off my list. Okay. Yeah. My biggest disappointment with all of it, and like you said, Diane, leading up to it, during it, all of it, it was so lackluster. It's like, what was there to be excited about? I was hoping that for Disney World's 50th anniversary, we would see something on par with Disneyland's 60th anniversary, but we didn't see anything close to that. And in one major way, parades. There was no nighttime parade anywhere at Walt Disney World to celebrate this monumental occurrence. And I think Disney missed a big one on that. We haven't had a nighttime parade in years anyways. Honestly, I feel like they're not planning on bringing back any sort of nighttime parade. Yeah, it doesn't Because now like that it. they have the extra after hour, let's sell the park twice in one day, you know, why are you going to, you're not even able to do the parade every night because, right. you know. But still for this, it would have been nice. Even if all they did was add a few more floats to the daytime parade, you know. Yeah. And and bring Maleficent out so you can see the fire at nighttime. That would be cool. Yeah, if they do that during Villains ever whatever the after hour Villains party is, it, it's really cool. Yeah, it does. It's not much effort. You've already got her. Just parade her around. But I mean, it would have been really nice to have something coming down Main Street USA to help celebrate a 50th anniversary, especially given the size of Walt Disney World as a whole and all that's been accomplished there. Not trying to take anything away from Disneyland. It was the park that Walt built. It will always, always, always be a landmark in the Disney life. And we understand that. But then he bought this huge chunk of land in Florida. And look at what they've done with it. And I think it hurts, too, a little bit that while the 50th anniversary is going on for all of Walt Disney World, the 40th anniversary of Epcot just kind of went. Yeah, there's nothing for that, really. Well, they honestly haven't really done much for Epcot for any of its. They'll, they'll have like a quick thing in the morning. You get a pin and a special brochure and then it's over. I mean, even even the 45th, I was actually in the Magic Kingdom for the 45th anniversary. So I got there super early. I got a spot up close to the uh, the castle. They had a banner problem was when they they dropped the banner down it got curled up so for the whole show the banner is like you see half a banner and then they fix it after the show so the full banner was showing for i'm not even kidding you when i say five minutes and and then as everybody's clearing out they took away the banner and that was it wow it it was like it like it never happened i mean they did have the you know of course they had the merchandise you know, down at the Emporium. But other than that, the rest of the day, you you wouldn't know. Oh, that's too bad. I was there in September of 2021, just a few weeks before this was supposed to start with the 50th anniversary. They started putting merch out at that point in time. 
but could I get a hold of anything that would fit me? No. I have a 50th anniversary Mickey hat. I got one for myself and one for my cousin who is responsible for my Disney addiction. <laughs> I blame him. He knows this. I'm not going to change my opinion on that. But it's a youth cap. I have to adjust the thing all the way out to get it fit on my head. And that's only if I don't let the hair grow out like it is right now. It barely fits. Because they didn't have the adult hats in. They couldn't keep them. And another thing, apparently Disney, well, we already know this because it's been discussed apparently at board meetings and such. I'm a little bit larger than life in some ways. And I couldn't find any of the sweatshirts, t-shirts, or anything that were actually the size I needed them to be. I have to settle for a size smaller. Have you ever noticed that when you wash Disney clothing, it kind of snugs up a little? Yeah, it can. Yeah, that, that's because you've been eating all the way around Epcot. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, but that's not my point. So two things. I wish they would put merchandise out for everybody. But not only that, if you're putting merchandise out and it's the first day, make sure you got enough on hand to give everybody a shot at getting some of it. That is a huge problem. They didn't mark where it was. I was at World of Disney where you should have been able to find anything you wanted because that's that place yeah. is huge. Mm -hmm. They had all the 50th anniversary stuff in a little tiny area, and it wasn't even marked. I had to ask somebody where it was. Yeah, they like to make it scarce to drive up the value, but all it does is get people buying it and reselling it on eBay. I mean, yeah, I... for astronomical prices. Yeah, I had problems when I was there a couple of years ago. They had a super, super cute hoodie that I wanted, but unfortunately, like I wear medium and they didn't have any of that either. So I don't know. It just seems like they're, they can't keep what they need in stock in stock. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt being that it was September, 2021. And there might've been some supply issues. Yeah. Remember where we were at that point, you know, we were, we were just barely, you know, coming out of our shells and going out and exploring. And there was definitely supply chain issues like legit at that point. There were. So, I mean, I'll give, I'll give them that on, they were limited on what they could have because of COVID. COVID definitely wreaked havoc. And, you know, it's crazy to think what was, I think, three years ago today was the lockdown. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's when it started. But, yeah, don't don't forget what it was like back then. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying. Well, okay, you try to protect. <laughs> but here's the thing. We went this last September, and, yeah, there was a lot of stuff around. But, again, I couldn't find anything my size. Yeah, that's a separate issue. Yes. And that's part of my disappointment is I want to advertise this place that I love. I'm willing to pay the 80 bucks for one of their uh, spirit jersey. Mm -hmm. no. I'm willing to pay it. But can you cut the sucker in a way that I can wear it? That would help. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, will, I will give a tip on the shrinkage. I never, I never put my clothes in the dryer i always mm -hmm. line dry yep you have to with disney stuff i ne i don't dry Especially anything yeah. yeah everything goes out on the rack sadly <laughs> well i bought a couple of things one that's 50th anniversary related not from disney i'm not going to mention any let's just say um it had to take a boat to get here <laughs> but it fits 
it's been washed two or three times and it still fits. Yeah. So whatever material they're using doesn't shrink as much. And I love it. I mean, you can't tell the difference between what I'm wearing and what Disney was selling. Not a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm doing what I have to do for me to be able to do this. Would I like to be able to buy stuff from them? Absolutely. But you got to have stuff on hand that I can buy. Now, I did buy a, a Harmonious Spirit jersey because whether you like the show or not, that Spirit jersey is on fire. It's It's great. They actually had one my size. Oh, nice! And I've worn it. To, I've worn it to church a couple of times. I I have in the past sang on the worship team. I wear it up on up there, and it's real sparkly. And everybody's looking at me like, "What are you sparkling? doing?" Well, yes, <laughs> I'm throwing fireworks your way, baby. <laughs> so you know, it's it's a great shirt. I love it. I wear it all the time. It fits. Disney, give us more like that. I'd be happy. Yeah. Some good, some bad with the merchandise. I looked at a lot of merchandise when I was there this time. I just didn't find a whole lot that, that caught my eye enough that I wanted to fork out the dough for it. Yeah. I, it was the whole, the whole thing was underwhelming, unfortunately. Um, and I know there's a lot of different circumstances that hopefully have changed. Of course, the pandemic, but also uh, there's been a change in management. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Something stuck in my throat. <laughs> so with the change in management, I am noticing that for the 100th anniversary, they do seem to be stepping it up a little bit. And we're certainly seeing that in Disneyland. And we're certainly seeing that with the merch right now. And I'm going to Disneyland in August. So I'll let you know how that looks or, you know, if that is, is any better than what we've seen. But I, I have hopes that I think they've got a lot of feedback and they're hopefully going to change negative feedback from people about the 50th. And so hopefully, yeah. cross my Well, fingers. I'm going to throw my two, two cents in here. The 100th celebration, though, is company-wide. Mm -hmm. It's all the Disney parks. It's Disneyland. It's Disney World. It's Tokyo. It's animation. It's every aspect of the Disney company as opposed to the Walt Disney World 50th that was just Florida. Right. So it was targeted specifically there. And, you know, no argument here. They definitely, you know, gypped us. They, we, it was very lackluster. But the, the 100th, I mean, that's an opportunity for them that's just huge to go through all the parks, all the, you know, celebrating all the animation and everything. They actually, when I was there for the princess, they actually started with a couple of the 100th merch. Mm -hmm. So I'm just hoping that they, they take the feedback that they've gotten and the disappointment that people felt and that they really do pour it all into this hundredth celebration because yeah. it, it, it's huge. And, you know, a lot of companies, certainly don't make it to a hundred years and are still thriving and growing and keeping people entertained Absolutely. and keeping those dreams going. And I think it is important for them to recognize that and to acknowledge that it's important for Disney fans to see it recognized. And certainly, you know, we'll buy the merch. So <laughs> just get it to us, get that supply chain going. That's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm excited for that, and I I hope that that they really do kind of uh, kind of step it up a little bit. And my my big hope is that the festival or the celebration rather 
doesn't rely predominantly on purchasing merch or purchasing food items. Right. Because that's basically what the 50th was. And yeah, okay, like I said, yes, we buy all the merch, we buy the food, whatever. Who's the one winning in this situation? They are. They're making hand over fist on all the stuff. As opposed to, you know, adding a layover to something or adding a flow to a parade or new attraction or, you know, maybe getting rid of construction walls in Epcot, you know. That would be huge. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I'm tired of Walcott. (laughs) Oh, my God, please. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I keep getting lost i'm like i know where i need to go but there's a wall yeah, there right through the middle that's where i need to go <laughs> but yeah i hope for the 100th it's more about shows and stuff than just spending more money for them we don't know what if anything they're going to do at disney world uh-huh. yet because we've got to get past the 50th you know there's a lot of stuff been going yeah. on when does the land. 50th officially end 18 days according to their website so today okay. so the end of march Last day of March. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> if if I recall correctly, Happily Ever yes. After comes back. And I'm April excited 4th, for that. I think. Yay. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Okay. So while we're talking about that, Disney Enchantment started off in a bad way. It was not getting a lot of good gab. It was not getting any good press. And then they made a little change that, at least for me, made it better. They added a three or four minute leader that included Walt, Roy, and Mickey. And that set the rest of the show up for me. Did I go away sobbing? No. Did I have some tears in my eyes along the way? Yes, I did. And again, I think it's because of the way it was set up. If I had seen that show without that, which I have on YouTube, I would have walked away from that thinking, what was this about? Well, I did see it without that. And while I thought it was a great show, I I was surprised that they were billing this as the 50th anniversary fireworks spectacular because they didn't mention it at all and fell flat because of that i think that might be the one of the biggest issues with it is is that they were advertising it for the 50th but it felt nothing about the 50th yeah. if they just introduced it as a new show like on a random month in the middle of the year i think it mm-hmm. might have had a different reception but that was not a 50th show, not even by the, any stretch of the imagination. So you're saying they oversold Oh, absolutely. It. I mean, it was, a, it was a great show. I didn't hate it. I actually, I really liked it. But I was left feeling like, well, do you remember that you're having a 50th anniversary? Did you leave that part out? And obviously, everybody felt the same way. And that's why they had to fix it. So I, I'm happy they did. I I also didn't mind that they had Angela Bassett do the initial narration for it. First of all, Mm -hmm. I love her as an actress. You know, we all know her from Wakanda forever, obviously. I've seen her on a couple of TV shows. The thing I love about her is she's not afraid to do anything. Yeah, she's great. If you call her for a role, if it's something she feels like she can do, she will do. And I think she's a very well-spoken woman. I love watching her. She is pretty. She is. Um, she's married to an actor that I adore as well. They seem to have a really good home to? life. Courtney B. Vance. Oh. Look him up. Probably. You'll know him the minute you see him. I think Disney Enchantment actually, with a little bit of enhancement and reworking, could be the spectacular uh-huh. they need it to be. 
It could even be a replacement for Happily Ever After at some point. But the thing I think it really needed is the balance of the old mm-hmm. into the new. And I think that's what it was missing, considering this was supposed to be a 50th anniversary. It felt like it concentrated more on the new because they're pushing the new IPs. You know, nothing nothing against right. these movies, but I feel like they they, they just keep, pushing it to put it in the parks and whatnot and try to make as much money off of these IPs as they can, you know, Mm -hmm. versus, you know, going back and reflecting on the classics. Yeah. But then you've also got that over at Epcot with Harmonious because Harmonious is just about all, pretty much anything Lion King and newer. And again, I heard a lot of things about that, that show before I went to see it, but I didn't hate it. Eh. I enjoyed the show. And for me, it had a lot more to do with the music and the musicians. When Disney put that that live broadcast out on Disney Plus, I watched it. And when I saw all the different artists that were involved in putting the music together, I had a great deal more respect for it because number one, they put a lot of work mm-hmm. into the music on that. And then they put it together with the show and make it time just right. Oh, that that I have nothing but uh, utmost respect for the musicians and the artists. You know, I I can never say anything bad about about them. That what they do is amazing. Yeah, I agree. The and the fact that my uh, Magic Band Plus reacted to everything in that <laughs> yeah. show. I that think the only fun. problem with Harmonious is the fact that it can only be viewed from such a narrow window at Epcot. And so if you were not there, you are missing most of the show. And while the fireworks were amazing, watching from our position over by the refreshment outpost, <laughs> we didn't see anything on the tacos or on the barge. And that makes the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Plus having to see the tacos and the Stargate, uh, during the day yeah they're ugly it's so they're such an eyesore i think at the very least if they could come up with some way to get the stargate out of the middle during Mm -hmm. the day that would be an improvement i could see where they would use the screens for other things possibly during the day because when i was there they had displays on them all day long about different things so i could see them doing something with that or making them smaller during the day. Well, actually, during the uh, princess races for the 5K, they had uh, the princess logo on the uh, tacos while we were Uh running through. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember about the other races because by the time I got to Epcot on the half, I was like, (laughs) get me to the finish line. (laughs) Is it over yet? Yeah. They're all going now, aren't they? They're they're hauling them out of there. Woohoo! That's what they're saying. There, there's been nothing said about what's coming. Uh, here comes our <laughs> rabbit trail for the week. What do you think Disney might replace Harmonious with? I have my thoughts. I think that I hope. Well, I hope they're listening to everyone. I hope they can combine it with the Epcot Forever show and some new stuff and make it something that everybody can appreciate, but most importantly, make it something that everybody can see from wherever you are around World Showcase Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Some, something that is not sitting there all day long, 
something that no matter where you are around World Showcase, you could actually see what's going on and get an idea of what's happening. I mean, I know they've been practicing for like the longest time in testing, but I would love it if they did some sort of a drone show. I mean, that would be absolutely amazing. I know they were talking about, of course, legality. They have to be X amount of space away from a person because all you need is a drone falling on somebody's head out in the crowd. Yeah. But I mean, can you even imagine what they could accomplish with the drones, especially with the technology today? Well, and you have to register it with the FAA too because they can be picked up on radar. Yeah. Depending on how high they go. I have two thoughts of, of possibles on this. One I've heard a slight rumor of, but that's all it is, is a rumor. But before I get to that, I think they may try and update and bring back some version of Illumination. That would be amazing. If they could figure out how to do the globe thing without actually putting yeah, the globe Yeah, because that globe there, went bye-bye. <laughs> he doesn't exist anymore. It had to go yeah. bye-bye because Aww. it was sinking. But here's my thought. The rumor I heard is that they might be looking at doing some sort of world of color type. Oh, that would be excellent. Presentation out there. What if they combined illuminations with a world of color type presentation? Is that something that might work? But the only problem with world of color is once again, you're dealing with the the water screens. So you have to be in specific spots even if they do four screens if you're at the angle you're still not going to get a good view of what's in the water whereas with illuminations you could be anywhere on that world showcase you could see right. the globe the thing spun so no matter where you were you got a good view yeah i just couldn't see what was on it <laughs> no <laughs> yeah the hard thing i mean world of color is fabulous but um they've got that you know, lake there that is not nearly as big as World Showcase Lagoon. So, and and people are only gathered technically kind of right in front of it and a little bit off to the sides. It doesn't have that 360 degree thing going on. But is it beyond Disney's scope to come up with a 360 degree version of this? I don't think it's beyond their scope, but I'm wondering if it's beyond their budget. They might not want to spend the money for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think now, I think it's moving in the right direction. I think now that the creative people have been given back control of what they want to do, things will change a lot. You know, I think Bob Iger is fully aware that you need creatives in charge of a creative company. And so I think now, you know, that the stress is gone for them in a large part due to not being micromanaged as much, you know, that they would be able to feel free to try new and different things. But I do know they are under budget constraints right now and, and understandably so. So we'll, I think we'll just have to see. But I have a lot more hope right now for something fun that we will all enjoy than I did over the past three years. <laughs> so, mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to show where collectively everybody is like, oh my goodness, that was amazing. You need to yeah. see yeah. this. It needs to be the kind of quality that we've been used to in the past. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I have a hope that we'll get there. I got to see the Epcot Forever. I've told this before when I went in 2021. And when I saw it, it didn't have the, the, the kites, kites and all that. It didn't have all that. It was it was that just was the music and the fireworks. But can I tell you that if they had just expanded that a little bit, I would have been happy. Yeah. Mainly because, like I've said before as well, 
the music they're playing is the music that I remember on opening week. Mm-hmm. That music is ingrained in my brain. People hate me on my bus because when that music comes on, I sing along. <laughs> People get used to me. I, I don't want us to forget the Epcot of the past. I realize they're moving forward in a different direction. Some we don't really agree with, but okay. But if they could find some way to take that Epcot forever, get rid of a whole new world because that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was stupid. And transition it into some of the stuff they're doing today, I might be able to go with that. See, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love old school Epcot. I love all all that music. But I think that was a good placeholder show in that I don't necessarily want to be seeing all that stuff of old Epcot right. all the time. We do need to move forward. It, it was a nice interim show. I was actually lucky enough to see it opening night, which was great because went in there with blank slate, no spoilers, knew nothing. And let me tell you, when they those kites came out, the whole crowd I've heard that was nuts. really cool. Oh my God, the kites were amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it was a it was a perfect interim show, or even that that would have been a perfect forty year yeah. Epcot right. show. <laughs> but um, as far as a permanent Epcot show goes, they they definitely need to do something. And 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 quite honestly, I'm going to go on my IP <laughs> rant. What they did at Epcot, it just felt so interchangeable with any other park. It wasn't like specific to Epcot, you could have had that show anywhere. You could have been at the Magic Kingdom. It could have been in Disneyland. It right. could have been, you know, Animal Kingdom. And that's, it just doesn't have the the identity mm-hmm. of Epcot, which is what Illuminations right. did have, you know, about all the cultures and, you know, being showcased. That was one of the things together, I did like you know, about Harmonious is, yeah, they had a lot of IP in it, but they associated the IP with the countries that were around world showcase mm-hmm. most of it some of it we don't have countries for but i thought it was really cool how they wove that into the show i i really like that idea i like the idea behind it i just don't feel it was executed the best way it right. could have been but i i do appreciate that they now that you have all these characters from from different countries whether it's mulan in china or bell in france or or whatever you know just showing the 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 connection between the characters and the countries and bringing it into something like that's yeah. real world that that i did appreciate i just i don't think that they executed it as well as they could have yeah. executed it yeah i enjoyed all the music i don't really have anything else at this point do you guys have anything else you'd want to talk about as it relates to the i wish there were more to talk about that's the problem is yeah they exactly talked about all they exactly. had yeah. you know cupcakes and and a few right. highlights and, and a couple things we want them to keep, but you know, yeah, I mean, there was years. some good, there was some yeah. great merch and I, <laughs> I bought it, but uh, yeah, I wish it, I wish it just had been a little more heartfelt and a little more retrospective yes. mm-hmm. and a little more feeling to it it felt very commercialized yes exactly and i wish they would have given us a little more of the love but i have hopes for the future i think you hit the nail on the head diane that that's exactly it it definitely did not have the connection the love the appreciation it was all about let's make a bunch Mm -hmm. of money on 
you know, 50th mouse ears yeah. and 50th cupcakes. Yep. And chocolate pyramids. With that that was well <laughs> worth the $34. <laughs> Keep that one, San and Helen. <laughs> no, no need to convince me. Yeah. If it's there, we'll be getting it. Well, ladies, I, I think we've done all we can do. Um, it doesn't do any good to speculate anymore because by the time this show comes out, 50th anniversary mm. will pretty much be gone. Bye-bye. Diane, thanks for being here. I really appreciate your input. As always, you. you are a gem. And Jeanette, love having you on here. It's always so much fun to have you along. Yeah. I'm glad you're a part of the team now. Thanks, Matt. I love. I really do love recording these uh, shows. It's so much fun. Something tells me we're going to hear <laughs> more from her in the future, folks. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm apologizing now. <laughs> And that'll wrap it up for tour number 95 of Disney Conversations. We'll catch you again next week. Bye now. We want to thank you for downloading or streaming Disney Conversations. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. On our next adventure, Mindy Muir returns and chimes in on her thoughts of the 50th anniversary celebration. You won't want to miss that. Until then, tourists. ETFN, ta-ta for now. <laughs>